everyone. I just want to take this opportunity to greet uh, the saints in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, today we are going to share a message on the topic of Ascension Day. And before I can proceed, I just want to take this opportunity to thank the leadership of the church for giving me this opportunity to come in, have a wait on the topic of Ascension Day. My name is Kabelo Khaladi, and I hope you are going to be blessed but what we are going to share. Ascension Day, in simple terms, it means uh, the day the Lord Jesus Christ returned to heaven, having completed the task or the mission that God had called him to do. And Ascension Day also presupposes that before he ascended, there was a period when he came on earth. Now the big question is, what was Christ's mission on earth? I want us to read from the book of John, chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. We will read from the NIV Bible. It says, in the beginning was the word that is Jesus, and the Word, Jesus, was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. And I want us to go read another scripture in the same book, verse 14 of John chapter 1. It says, the Word, that is Jesus Christ, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Now, here we find the Word of God, which is Jesus Christ. And the Bible tells us that the Word and God are the same. So what was his mission for descending to earth? The mission for him was to come and deal with the aspect of sin that started in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve disobeyed God and they listened to what Satan had told them to do. And as a result of that disobedience, sin came to earth. And this is what the Bible says about uh, Jesus Christ's mission on earth. I'm going to read from John chapter, 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. It reads thus, The one who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's works. Another portion of scripture says, we read from Philippians chapter 2, verse 7 to 8. 
says, in speed, that is Jesus Christ, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal death on the cross. The third scripture that I want to read that still talks about his role, that is Jesus' role when he came here on earth. And we read from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. It says, God made him who had no sin to be sin. For we might become the righteousness of God. So in essence, Jesus Christ had to come on earth to deal with what God had told him to do. He had to go on the cross for us to become a sin offering for us. So and my sins can be imputed on him. And we, we know that Jesus Christ was crucified, he died, and he resurrected on the third day. And when he resurrected on the third day, the book of Matthew chapter 28 it says that after the, his resurrection, that all authority on heaven and on earth was given to him. And now it meant that all that Jesus Christ had to come on earth for had been completed. And he had to go back to heaven, to his previous glory, or the glory that he had. Uh, in heaven before he ascended or he descended on earth. And so wha wha what is key is that uh, his message was the message of salvation for believers. For those who are going to believe in him were going to be seen as righteous before God. As Second Corinthians chapter 5, 21 had explained. And I want us to read another scripture that speaks of the role that Jesus Christ had done for us. And for those who are going to believe in him, we're going to receive. I'm going to read a, a very famous scripture that we all know about. John chapter 3 verse 16. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So here's the key message that Jesus Christ was going to do for us. That whoever was going to believe in him as the one and only begotten son of God was going to, return, to, to receive eternal uh, salvation or to live eternally with God. So having completed his task on earth, the Bible in the book of Acts tells us that Jesus Christ lived for 40 days on earth after his resurrection. So it means that he was busy teaching his disciples or preparing them for the mission 
that they were going to do because he was no longer going to be here on earth. Because after he had resurrected, his mission was that we should take the gospel to the nation. But before we could do that, he gave us instruction that we are supposed to do as believers. So this is where the topic of ascension comes into being. So, and, and, and that he said to the disciples is that his disciples were, were happy after the resurrection because we all know that most of them, they, dis, uh, they, dis, they dispersed or they, they started to hide themselves because of fear of the Jews. But his resurrection, when he showed himself to his disciples, they were happy to see him and they started believing in him or their belief in him as a Messiah started to resonate more. And because of that, they had this belief that now Jesus Christ was now going to do something that they have been waiting for as Jewish people. And what was that thing that they were waiting for as Jewish people? Is that his disciple asked him and said, Master, are you now going to restore Israel as a nation? And Jesus responded to that, was that that is for God to do. His mission was the mission about uh, the kingdom of God, meaning about the salvation of people that were here on earth. And the first message that he gave them, or instruction that he gave them, is that they had to wait for the manifestation or infilling of the Holy Spirit before they could do any assignment given to them. These were the disciples that had spent three years with Jesus Christ, but he did not want them to go out there and start doing things without uh, the influence of the Holy Spirit or the direction of the Holy Spirit. And we read from the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 4. It says, Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised, as I told you before. And I want us to concentrate on the last portion of the scripture that I read, as I told you before. Meaning, before his crucifixion, Jesus Christ gave them another instruction. And that instruction we find in the book of John chapter 16, verse 7, where Jesus Christ said, But it is best for you that I go away, because if I don't, the advocate won't come. And if I go away, I will send him to you. So what was the role of the advantage that Jesus Christ is talking about? We know that from John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3, it has told us that Jesus Christ was the way and the way was God, meaning that Jesus Christ was God and was fully God and human being at the same time. But him being human being, it means that he was limited to what he could do when he was here on earth, meaning he could only be in one place at the, at the time. But him going away, it meant that believers, when they receive the Holy Spirit, wherever we are, 
in our in our numbers we could able to do the work of the work that Jesus Christ had assigned us to do and it means that we could become much more effective because we are not going to be uh, limited to one area but us being in various places or in many nations we could effectively uh, fulfill that which Jesus Christ had given us to do the second point that i want us to to read is that it comes from the book of acts chapter 1 verse 8 and he said but you will receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in jerusalem throughout judea in samaria and to the ends of the earth meaning that the gospel of jesus christ it's all about power and what question now is what is this power all about this power that jesus christ was talking about was that the disciples will receive courage they will receive boldness they will receive wisdom and they will receive the spirit of discernment and that we find in the book of acts chapter 4 when the the jewish leaders after listening to the disciples when they were speaking they were amazed at the amount of knowledge that these disciples had they knew that these disciples were not educated people but the wisdom that came through them it was so amazing because even themselves could not even understand or they could not even dispute and so that is exactly what the holy spirit does for us it helps us to do exactly that which god has that, uh, assigned us to do we are not going to rely on our own flesh but the holy spirit will lead us into what jesus christ has done because the bible says he's the spirit of truth and he will lead us into all truth and he will give us all wisdom that we want that jesus christ has assigned us to do and only then when we have received or have been empowered by the holy spirit we could then start the mission or the great commission or go to the to the nations to start uh, spreading the gospel of jesus christ remember jesus christ in the book of matthew chapter 16 after peter had revealed that he was the christ he said through this rock i'm going to build my own church meaning we are not going to be relying on our own flesh when we go out there and to fulfill the mission that god has given us the holy spirit should be the one that must be leading us when we preach the gospel anything else that is done out of the flesh is contrary to what god wants we should wait for the infilling of the holy spirit or the influence of the holy spirit in us so that we are able to effectively do what uh, god wants us to do because we remember the holy spirit the bible says that it it is god the father god the son and god the holy spirit uh, it's uh, they are three three god who had manifested himself in three ways but it's one god and always they are in unity so when they are in unity 
they will always be doing uh, things that, that, that is aligned to what God wants us to do. And we as believers as well, when we align ourselves with what the Holy Spirit wants us to do, we would effectively carry all that Jesus Christ wanted us to do. And anything else that is done in unity, it will always be bring glory to the Lord. The second, the third aspect that I want us to, to look at, uh, it comes from the book of Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25. It says, therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him because he always lives to intercede for them. We know that Jesus Christ, when he ascended, Bible tells us he ascended and he went to sit on the right side of God. Meaning now, the one other role that Jesus Christ has for us as believers is that he continues to pray for us so that we are able to carry on or we are able to be strengthened through which that he has tasked us to do. Because without strength that comes from God, saints, when we do anything else, out of our own strength or out of our own knowledge or wisdom would always fail. But let us be reassured that our master Jesus Christ through ascending he went to sit on the right side of the Father and he continues to intercede for us. Another scripture that I want us to look at, it comes from Hebrew chapter 4 verse 15. It says, the high priest of ours understand our weaknesses, for he faced all of our testing we do, yet he did not sin. Meaning, Jesus Christ, when he came here on earth, was a lamb without spot or blemish, meaning he lived a perfect life. He was a lamb. He managed to do everything else that God asked him to do. And that is why he could go to the cross on our behalf and our sins can be imputed on him. The Bible, and because he lived here on earth, he knows our, our weaknesses. He was a human being. So when we go through weaknesses, Jesus Christ understand he can able to be our advocate before God to, say, to, to tell him, to say, these are my people, I died them for them. I know the weaknesses that they are going through, but because of the power of the Holy Spirit, we can able to trust that they can able to overcome all these challenges that they are facing. He did not want us to trust on our own initiative, but we should always rely on God, on, on his prayers, so that we are able to fulfill that which he has asked us to do. And it is important that we always rely on the Holy Spirit and we must always be mindful that in heaven, he's sitting on the right side of the Father and he continues to intercede for us. Why is he interceding for us? Because there's a mission that he has given us. And this mission is for us to go to the nations, to tell people about the gospel of the kingdom so that people can receive their salvation, so that people can not 
receive the wrath of God because the sin that happened in the Garden of Eden separated men from God. And that sin, had Jesus Christ not gone to the cross for us, it means you and I were going to face this wrath. But because Jesus Christ had gone to, to the cross for us, it means for those that are going to believe in Jesus Christ will be able to escape this wrath. That is why it is important that through the strengthening or through the prayers or the interceding prayers of our Lord Jesus Christ, we are strengthened so that we are enabled to go or we are empowered to go and fulfill this mission that Jesus Christ has empowered us with. The last portion, that portion of scripture that I want us to read, it talks about that Jesus Christ will come again. So it means Christ having come here on earth, he fulfilled his role on earth and then he prepared himself to go to heaven. And this is the message that comes after he had uh, ascended to heaven. When uh, the two angels were speaking to his disciples, they, they said this to, 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 to the disciples to reassure them. And it comes from Acts chapter 1, verse 11. It says, Men of Galilee, they said, Why are you standing here staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven. But someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. So what this means, and we all know, that the Bible has told us that when Jesus Christ comes, he's going to come back to receive those that have believed in him. And another condition that is related to that, it found in Matthew chapter 24, verse 15. It says, only when the gospel has been preached to all the nations, Christ will come again. So that speaks to us that we need to be obedient to what God has called us to do. And this obedience says that we must continue to preach the gospel to the nations. And failure to do that, the Lord will not use us, but will take use other people to, to go and preach this gospel. And when those people have been obedient to him, and then the gospel of Christ Jesus, our Lord, will come back on earth. And we know that there, uh, that there are two messages that are related to that. The Bible says he's going to come to take those that have believed in him. And another message that comes to him coming back is that there's going to be judgment for those that are not going to receive him or that have not yet received him. And on that score, I just want us to say that the message of Ascension Day is a very important one for us as believers because it brought us power, power that came through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit that enabled us to go out there to speak or to start preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ so that people can come out of darkness and receive the light that Jesus Christ came here on earth to come and give us and for us to go and live eternally with him 
as believers. And I want us to, to, close, it, to close it on that level. And before I can close, I just want us to pray as believers that we should continue to be uh, faithful to what God has call, called us to do. And I, I, I'm going to start praying. Father, we just want to thank you for having given us your one and only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, to come and die for us. And through him, he gave us the righteousness and holiness, Lord, that we could, did not have to work for. And we could only receive by believing in him. And having believed in him, the Bible says we become the righteousness of God. My prayer this morning, as we, as we speak about the message of ascension, is that let us continue to remain obedient to his weight so that we be enabled to do that that he has called us to do. So that Christ Jesus can come back on earth and receive us to himself. And also our prayer is that those that have not received him can able to receive this message of the kingdom of God with kindness. And because it is only this message that can give us salvation and eternal life. Father, we pray and we thank you in Jesus' mighty name.